Welcome to today's episode. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I've got some great sponsors for this show, and today I'm going to feature one of them with something that I think might be of interest to you. I, I really enjoy this process, but I'm formalizing it a little bit for, for your benefit. But my sponsors have been Beckett.com, Beckett BGS, BAS, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC, Heritage, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Panini America, Tops, Upper Deck, some great sponsors. But today I am featuring Heritage Auctions. And the whole episode will be about Heritage Auctions. I received a catalog in the mail yesterday, and it's a it's a work of art, very interesting. And I just thought I'd walk through the catalog in a way, kind of like a, a top 10 in some sense, of what I saw when I looked through it and what I would bring to your attention and just tell a few stories about some of the items based on my experiences over the years. There's some amazing stuff in there. So I'll just start out, and let's see, I'm going to start out at the beginning. I'm going to go through the catalog in order. If you don't have a catalog, you can go uh, to the uh, to the website and dig it out. The, the, <laughs> right at the beginning, there's lot number 80,80002. It's an old woman CDV, Card de Vista. <laughs> I've never seen that, and I just bring it to your attention to say that I'm not interested in buying it. I certainly don't have it, but I think it's pretty cool. And I appreciate that Heritage is bringing items like that to the attention and to the opportunity for, for somebody to bid. Now, something that uh, the next one is something I actually have. And so I'm interested in seeing that lot number 880020, the, the Comiskey, Browns Champions, I actually don't have that exact card, but I because that's a PSA 6, but I have a very, very similar card. And so that's the other fun of going through auction catalogs. You see, if you have some of the stuff, you can see what it goes for. might not be the same exact condition, and you never know what happens in an auction. Sometimes things go for a bargain, and sometimes they get bid up pretty high, but it's kind of fun to see what things you have go for. The next one is page 84. And that is lot number 80248. It's a Colgan Chips Ty Cobb. That's PSA 8.5, which is amazing. I just remember back in the day when I was more of a collector, back in the 70s, I'd occasionally see the Colgan Chips round cards, but I rarely picked them up. I did not like round cards, and that was to my chagrin. Now, when you see there wasn't grading in those days, now that there's grading, that round card can put in a rectangular holder and would look pretty cool on my shelf. So that's if I have a top 10 list today, it's going to be a top 10 of the things I have and a top 10 of the things I want. The Comiskey would be in the top 10 of what I have. This Colgan's Chips, uh, Ty Cobb would be, especially at a PSA 8.5, would be certainly on a want for me. Next is the Joe Jackson E90-1. And I bring that to your attention as lot 80292. That's a 1.5 SGC. Do I have a problem with that? Not at all. I would love to have that in my collection. I'm not sure I'm going to uh, be bidding on that. I don't really think this is appropriate for me to tell you in advance what I'm going to bid on or not, but I would love to have that in my collection. And even at a 1.5, it's a historical card. It would be a cool card to go on my uh, kind of my wall of fame that I have of some cards that I think are cool. Next is page 125, and that is the Ty Cobb T3. And my story on that is, a car, and that's a 4.5 SGC I, I had a chance to buy one that was a lot better condition than that. Again, in the days before date before grading, 
I didn't, I didn't buy stuff because I thought, well, I, it's just going to get messed up because I couldn't put it in an 800 count box or, and I was, uh, that this was back in the, in, in the seventies. And so I mainly stuck to two and a half by three and a half or, or smaller. And next go to page 168, which is the Jim Thorpe uh, Z-Net card, which again, it's only in PSA five, but it's, I just think that'd be a really cool card. Again, that'd be a card I would display. I'd put it on my wall. And so I would, I would want that. It may wind up being pricey, but it's quite scarce and probably uh, pretty high demand. Next is the Lajouet, the 3334, depending on how you want to uh, call that, the Lajouet. And the one I picked out was the 2.5 SGC that was lot 80570. I actually lost a Gaudi Lajouet on a coin flip. I was bidding on an auction this back in the 70s, and it was not, it probably was in that kind of condition, not not great, but I certainly needed it for my collection. And I wound up sitting next to a person I, whom I will not name, and we were, we were the only two bidders, and it got up uh, pretty high for at the time, but now it would look ridiculously cheap. And he just said, why don't we just go in together and buy it instead of bidding each other up more and more. And so we bought it together, which I didn't know how that was going to work. Actually, it did not work for me. It worked for him. He proposed that we flip a coin, and the winner would get the card. And lesson to people, he was the one that flipped the coin. Don't let the other guy flip the coin. Next was the Worldwide Gum Gehrig on page 239. And that just looked like a great card. I don't have that card. I would want that card. Again, that would be, I have other nice Gehrig cards, but... You know, I look at that card, I look in the, in the catalog, and it says it's a PSA 6, and well, it just looks, it looks terrific. And uh, again, I admired Gehrig, I have some Gehrig artwork, and some nice cards, but he'd certainly go on my, on my wall of fame. That'd be another one I'd want. The, go to page 345. I really, oh, 344, the Stallmeyer Mantle. I actually have that card. And I look at that, and I look, and I think, wow, if that's only a SGC2, I, that looks really nice. Now, maybe it's got some problems on the back. But again, if you're the way I display my cards, I don't really turn them upside down or backwards. When I'm looking at the front, if I see strong eye peel on the front, that's a, that's a, that's a fabulous card. Uh, next is, moving along a few more pages, 352, is a PSA 9, 53 tops. I, I do have a 53 tops mantle, and it's not graded. But I promise you, it's not a nine, and that would be a really cool card to have. I just think 53 tops are condition rarities, the whole set, based on the cardboard and all that. Next is the Aaron Johnson Cookies, which I actually have that card. And I like that card because it's, see if I can find it here. It's his, his rookie year. I think it. I think it shows that he was. Have to look at mine, but oh yeah, he's featured. He's number five. He's not even card number. He's not even uh, uniform number forty-four. So I think that's cool, and uh, I have one, and I actually have that displayed. And people people like looking at it. It's a cool card to own. Next is the Wilson Wieners, Ted Williams. My problem with that card is I have it, but I lost it for a while, and I don't know if it got stuck in with fifty-four tops. But for about a decade, I could not find that card. If anybody's ever had that sinking feeling, it's pretty miserable because I think it's a beautiful card. This one says it's just PSA authentic, 
obviously <laughs> it better be authentic, but it, but it is. But there's sometimes authentic is because something's been done to it or it's, well, it looks like it's it's been touched up a little bit. I, I think that's not appropriate, but to have it slabbed and to be described accurately is, um, I, I wouldn't have a problem with having that. And I do have it, but mine is not, mine is actually not graded uh, yet. I probably get it graded. And I think you know <laughs> who I would get it graded with, but that's uh, neither here nor there at this point. Next is, uh, let's see, page uh, 386, and that's a group of 56 tops. Shoebox collection, 770, some of them are graded, uh, but a bunch of duplicates, a lot of, uh, looks like a lot of good cards in there. Those are the kind of lots I like to look at. I'm not going to, I mean, I, I basically, uh, I like getting lots like that. I, I, I'm probably not going to bid on it, but I, a long time ago, I loved buying cards that were just a whole bunch where you could pick out ones that you wanted to keep and, and sell or trade the others. And 56 Tops was the, as you by now perhaps know, was the first card I ever got. And I, I, I love that set. I've got other stuff that, uh, well, 56 Tops, great, great sentimental choice for me. So I would kind of want it, but again, I don't, I probably don't need more 56 Tops. Uh, the next one is the Maze Packard Bell, and that's on page 395. And it's um, it's a little bit oversized. I, I have that card, and it says one of only six graded by PSA. I think well, mine's graded by BGS, and um, so I don't remember the exact condition. But so I don't really want the card since I have it. But since I have it, I'll. Uh, that's the fun of looking at the auction catalog, especially nice ones like this. There's they're in a situation where you you see the card and you have a have a good memory, and I'll I'll uh, pay attention to what it, what it goes for. Uh, skipping ahead to page four ninety three, you see a. Mariana Rivera uh, pre-rookie card or minor league uh, uh, early card is from uh, Tampa Tampa Yankees. And it's a BGS 9.5. I have that card. I have not graded it, but I think it's cool. If uh, if a starting bid of, of uh, $400, that makes me happy. Just as many of you, when you're looking at auction catalog, if you say, I have that, it gives you a good feeling. And generally then, even with a starting bid, it can go up from there. Next is uh, page 509. Which is the some signed tops cards, and I just wanted to make an editorial comment that I think those are, let's say, I don't know if they'd be undervalued. Uh, the, the value is based on the appreciation. If they're if they're underappreciated and they eventually get more and more appreciated, then they would go up in value. But uh, the mantle card there is is this is lot eight one three seven one, and the next uh, three lots on that same page. Mantle Rose are in sharpie. Uh, the Clemente is in red ballpoint, and then the Cheater is. Uh, I just think, uh, especially when you look at the Mantle and the Rose, the, they they did um, nice-looking autographs. Clemente's was more artistic, but when since he was my favorite player over the years, I would I would try to pick up uh, Clemente autographs if I saw them. Now it looks like it was a bargain. Anything I bought thirty or forty years ago, and they're they're pricey now, but they're 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 uh, they're, they're hard to find and hard to find. Well, so Heritage has one, and if you're interested. Uh, it would be that'd be a cool thing to add to your collection. That would be page six oh six now for uh, one more lot that I liked. Trying to give equal time to hockey. Hockey's not my best sport, but it's a sport that I have enjoyed collecting. These are the Czech serial hockey photos. It's a near set. Those are tough. They're beautiful. Uh, unfortunately, they're uh, oversized. They're they're about five by seven. So again, uh, they're even when something's scarce. If it's uh, a non-standard size, it I don't know that you'd perceive it as a bargain, but it's. But they're but they're beautiful cards. 
The next group was the Masters Collection cards on, uh, and, and actually have some of those Czechs hockeys, but Czechs hockey cards. But these Masters Collection cards that Upper Deck did in 2000 of the Dodgers and the uh, Yankees, and they, they, I think they did some others too, but they were just put together very, very high end. Uh, I actually have, I have a set of the Yankees. I don't have the Dodgers, but I don't think I'm going to bid on that, but I, they're, uh, it's, every card is beautiful and, and meaningful and, and uh, numbered. Then uh, the next one, oh, I skipped over one on page 546, is the Brady 9.5 Bowman Chrome rookie card. I actually have that in that exact condition. And so, again, it's fun to look at the results when they come in or, or even that evening when they're bidding to see what the I – don't, I don't need another one, but it's nice to know what your stuff is worth, uh, at least in the eye of, uh, of, uh, of uh, the, the auction situation. Let's see, and uh, let's see, one more here, page 691, which is a uh, – there was a – well, there was a there was a Cassius Clay card. I don't have the exact number of that, but I think you know he was historical and an amazing guy. And you know, to see the Cassius Clay, you obviously know it's it's early on before he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. And again, that would be something that would go on my wall. I have a different Cassius Clay on my wall, but I would love to have something from the '60s of when he was uh, uh, essentially in his prime. And last but not least, certainly not least, is the David Hall Tito Six Collection. David Hall, uh, founder of. Uh, PSA and Collector's Universe, and uh, was, uh, I don't know that I considered him a competitor in any sense other than we, we, we both had grading companies, yes, <laughs> we both had uh, magazines as well, but a different emphasis and a different culture that they had, and uh, they uh, did an excellent job in what they did, and we, uh, at Beckett Publications, we had a, a different approach in some respects, but, uh, you know, very um, uh, solid uh, competitors, and certainly he's done a lot for the industry, and, and uh, he's perhaps the the father of grading. And uh, I remembered back in the day, I, I'd see him every so often that he was very into Tito sixes and, uh, and, uh, what a, what a fabulous collection and for heritage to make it available to, uh, the public is, uh, is wonderful. So obviously David Hall chose heritage. I'm not saying heritage is the best, but I'm saying, I don't know anybody better. Uh, our other auction sponsor is Huggins and Scott. And most of these lots I've gone over, I'll, I'll do the same thing for Huggins and Scott. And it'll be completely different in pointing out lots that I have as well as lots that I would be interested in. Uh, but that's a, that's a completely different auction experience, but a fun auction experience nonetheless. So I'll be back uh, tomorrow or the next day, whenever it is, with uh, another short episode to bring you comments and insights about the hobby that I am not aware of are coming from any other source. So after we get a, a number of episodes in the can, love to have your feedback of what episodes you like. If you like me going through an auction catalog, uh, that is fun for me. So if it's fun for you, uh, pick up a copy of the Heritage Catalog or go online to ha.com and check it out. There's some, there's some fabulous lots in there. Anyway, time's up. I will see you later. And again, thanks for listening.